Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Toast and happy Tuesday. That feels like a Monday, but it also feels like a Friday because we're celebrating the fact that Yom Kippur is behind us. 365 days till the next one. Hey, Jax. I'm trying to calculate your weekday math, which do you agree? is what we do. It doesn't feel like a Friday, but it does feel like a Tuesday, though it is a Monday. No, it feels like a, a Monday, but it's a That's Tuesday. That's what I said. Right, right, right. You're not, you're not feeling like celebratory vibes? No, because I'm stressed to the teeth over here. Oh my God, she's stressed to the teeth. What's going on? I just have so much going on. There's just so much going on in my house. Mother of two, book launch, homeowner. I get it. Personal, professional, Harry's under the weather. It's just... Oh my God. It's just, there's a lot going on. So no, it doesn't feel like a Friday. It feels okay. like a monday e monday I'm not going to lie. But okay. then it brings me solace to know that it's Tuesday. And so what Yom Kippur taketh away, food, it giveth in a short week. We have not even spoken since the fast. We both were off our phone for 25 hours and we didn't even talk last night when we could turn our phones back on. So Jackie, how was your fast? My fast was okay. So I didn't know what I was going to do being a breastfeeding mama. And I was also like reading some stuff and it's like, there are varying degrees of breastfeeding. Like your child could be older and also having like solid food and you breastfeed. Yeah, of course. So it's like, are you the only one who's dependent? Your child is dependent on you for food. You're his primary care physician. So I decided that I was going to incorporate liquids into my day. I wasn't going to wait till I was on death's door. Like yep. I was just going to drink water and electrolytes throughout the day and no food. And so that's yep. what I did. And it was okay. By the end, I was, you know, ravenous. But really, it made me realize it's the lack of water that is the ruiner. Yeah, it's really hard. Because Especially I, was, I was relatively stable throughout the day considering because I was Juliana drinking a lot of water. Of course. Actually, not that much. I probably drank two water bottles, like Poland spring bottles total. That's a lot. Uh, the water is really tough because your breath becomes so fragrantly disgusting. And it makes you just like, of course you're hungry, but you have this natural instinct to like swoosh some water around your mouth to get rid of that nasty smell. And you can't. So that sounds like a lovely... Yom Kippur, like a manageable one. It was manageable, yeah. And I think my supply was okay, though I did pump this morning and I got less than I usually get when I pump in the mornings. But I'm going to have some soup today, which always helps restock supply. What did you eat at 7.30 last night? A bagel and a half. A bagel and a half. One, like ba one half had tuna, one half had cream cheese and lox, and then I went for the other half, my dessert bagel, cinnamon raisin with jelly. That's so you. So me. I love a I dessert almost, bagel. I, I hosted the breakfast at my house and I almost like, I for, kind of forgot that you were there because I got cinnamon raisin and jelly and I just figured like somebody would eat it, but I didn't realize that's like your order. 
For my dessert bagel, but never for my savory bagel. Of course. And never the twain shall meet. Once I go sweet, I cannot go back to savory. I know. I had uh, four halves, which equals two bagels. I was so hungry. The whole day, I really um, was like on the verge of fainting. Like I have low blood pressure or sugar. I can never remember which one. So I like when I stand up too fast, like I usually get lightheaded, but it's not a big deal. But when I have no food, like I was literally standing in my house, like crouched over my eyes, like willing the blood to rush back to or whatever happens, like willing the blood to rush back to my head. It was a really hard day for me. And I know like nobody wants to hear it because I'm on performance enhancing drugs, but like I still feel as though like I endured the fast. I feel like I can begin this year on a good level, like knowing I suffered yesterday. Tabula rasa. Yeah, it was really hard for me. Food is just like, and you know, this happens to me every year where I just, I in that moment when I'm dying of hunger, I just remember like I have free will every other day of the year like eat when you want to eat like I was just thinking I'm like I don't eat enough I don't eat enough I don't enjoy Did it make enough. you want to go off of something <laughs> kind of I'm like I'm taking for granted this freedom this liberté whenever I'm fasting not yesterday because I was drinking it really makes me appreciate a glass of ice cold water you know no. like it makes me romanticize ice water any liquid like even doesn't a glass of Apple juice over ice sound good? No, like That's, a Snapple over ice sounds good. Snapple's just not hydrating. You can't guzzle it. I know what you mean, though. Like, I was thinking yesterday, I'm like, when was the last time I just, like, sat and ate a donut? Like, I don't enjoy the <laughs> fruit of, of life's, you know, offerings. I don't enjoy it enough. And yesterday was, like, really indicative of that. I, I had a realization that I really need to enjoy food more. Well, you used to. Yeah, no, I had, you know, 28 good years of enjoying everything life had to offer. Yeah. And but still, I, think I feel just, deprived. I think it just, you hit a place, because this is I'm not deprived. the turdy, this is not new turdy who's talking like this, who wants to go back. I know, no, but Jackie, I, like, I was deprived, and I saw life, it's like when you're in a desert, like, you start thinking, you know, all different things, like, I was literally having a mirage, like, I was not okay. That you wanted to be old turdy again. Yeah, like, gotta be fat again. <laughs> Okay, well, maybe she'll come to her senses. Maybe she won't. We'll see. Maybe these are her senses. Now, let's talk about the timing of Yom Kippur. It couldn't have been worse for our business. Right, but you know what? It was nice to just have a day for ourselves to enjoy the news. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's Not true. Not have to like, run and plug. And we did do an Instagram Live, but it's like yeah. I get to come on today and, and I feel like I'm less like hyper about it. Yeah, like less erratic. I also think like for me at least, my feelings on Travis and Taylor are extremely complex. And I'm kind of glad like the next morning I didn't just like spout some shit. Like I, you know, everybody knows if you listen to Friday's episode, like this maybe it's not necessarily like what I wanted. Yeah, but I think it was good that you had time to ruminate with the news. Even if you still want to spout some shit today, like it's more. At least it will have been well thought out. Yeah, exactly. So that's obviously the big news of the day. But you know what else? We didn't use our phones for 25 hours. And oh, when I tell you, it was such a joy. And I hate to be one of those people that's like, ugh, phones. No, you're not. I have I had the same experience. But the reason why it was mostly a joy is because I only really talked to our family throughout the day. And like knowing you guys weren't on your phones either. Like I wasn't missing yeah. anything. But throughout the day, like I'm constantly picking up my phone, like what's going on in the family chat. I'm constantly like, taking pictures and sending them to the family. And like, since we were all offline, I didn't have the urge to do that at all. And usually like my itch to pick up my phone is so much greater than it was yesterday. And I think that's why we didn't even talk last night. Cause I was like, phone, get the fuck away from me, ho. 
I had the exact same experience and I hate to sound like one of those girls. Yeah. But the night, uh, like, so the fast is 25 hours. So at 6.30, you stop eating and you stop using, like, electronics. So I turned my phone off at 6.30 and I will say, like, that night, I did reach for it, like, two times. Like, just an instinct to be like, oh, what's going on? Hey, you know, is my TikTok blowing up? And then, and I was like, oh, this is going to be really difficult for me. And then the next day, I don't think I thought about my phone once. And even when everybody came over, everybody got to my house at, like, 6.30 and we, we chilled for an hour before we ate. I didn't run, I ran to eat. I did not run to um, check my phone. And I don't think I checked my phone till like an hour after I could. It was such a delight. And then me and Ben were talking about how like, you know, if we were being the good observant Jews that we should be, we would do that every Friday night to Saturday night, you know, just take Shabbat to be with family and be off of phones. And honestly, it's like such a nice way to live. I would love to incorporate it into my life somehow. But like, I don't know if it's like feasible at this current junction, but it really did make me like, appreciative of that time without my phone me too I Olivia and I both we didn't run to turn them back on when the fast was over and then last night I was just like you are toxic I did so much like handwriting while uh, the fact because I b- write down every time I breastfeed so that I know mm. how much time before the next one and like which boob I'm on so I just like did that with a pen and paper beside my bed I made a grocery list for Zach and it was literally so gorgeous you have some of the most beautiful pen. There's not, I'm not a jealous person. And, you know, after yesterday being in shul, realizing, you know, you shouldn't be envious, you shouldn't be greedy, like all these things. I'm really not an, actually, that's not true. I'm actually an extremely jealous person, but not of you. Let me just say that because okay. I'm happy for you. But your <laughs> penmanship, your penmanship is something I deeply envy. It's so gorgeous. It's like a typewriter. Thank you. My, It's been on fleek, especially since I signed 1500 book plates. Right. My hand, like that muscle is back in action. That indentation in my ring finger yep. is dented once again. So I wrote him a list and it was so gorgeous. I wanted to take a picture of it and post it to my story. But you couldn't. But I couldn't. I signed so many book plates. I got them all done yesterday, which I'm so excited about. If you want a signed copy of The Camper and the Counselor, head over to Talk Shop Live. It's no extra cost. It's a book plate with your girly signature. And I just want you to know, like, not a signature was out of place. I took away ones that there were about five that did not make the cut. You you had a high bar for excellence. Yeah, I did. So Talk Shop Live, but you can get Camper and Counselor everywhere. It comes out in like 14 days. That's two weeks. That's so crazy. We're not being nearly as annoying as we should be. No, not at all. And I keep meaning to bring the book upstairs, but like Harry won't let it go from his clutches. Oh, yeah. You need to do like some visual aids, girlfriend. I do need to do some visual aids. But you guys, my debut novel, just kidding, children's book, comes out. But same thing. You know, to the children, it's a novel. No. And if you have read the book, which I have, and like, you know, the actual plot, you know, it's that sophisticated. It's that of a novella. Like it really is. Of a novella. Now, what's the difference between a novel and a novella? One's a female novel. Or is novella a book in Spanish? Because that's what it sounds like. Yeah. But novella is like an English word, correct? Um, No, I don't think it's English. Could be Latin. No, I think it is. Could be Latin. Novella is a short novel or long short story. Oh, so it's like a shorter book. So it's a novella. Camber and Counselor is a novella. It's a novella. And you can get that novella anywhere that you (laughs) pre-order your books, including Kindle. It's going to be on e-readers. Oh, that's where I'll be purchasing. I already have my Amazon Prime. I've literally sent... Amazon Prime order, like pre-orders to my in-laws, to me, like to five different people. Oh my God, Queen, thank you. Of course. So yeah, I'm working on a lot of stuff I support for the female writers. But it was nice to have to take the 25 hours to not be able to be on email, but I was doing the book plates anyway. Um, 
And that's the only thing about the phone where it was like, it was really nice to be offline, but like you can't work. You could only be so productive without your phone. Yeah. no, there Especially was, when you do what we do. When you do what we do. So it was really nice to have the day off in its entirety. Even the day off, I think the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift thing was a perfect thing to, because that's like the height of what we do and the height of pop culture. And like, we had to detach from it. No, and I think it shows our strength and our commitment to our faith. Yes, so true. We're so committed. And to be honest, the timing was pretty good because by the time we had to shut our phones off, like mostly everything had happened. Not the walk back backstage. I know, I know. But we got like and the, not gist the convertible. Of the convertible. And the after That's party. That's our first story, of course, correct? Our first story is the whole Sunday saga. Oh, Sunday night in Kansas City at rocking the stage at Arrowhead. It kind of felt like everyone was waiting all day for Sunday night, right? Yeah. Yeah. And are we going to talk about Usher as a Super Bowl performer? We are. So much football news. And we actually have a third football news. I'll move things around so it's the top three are football, even though the third story is like, so not the third out of five. I understand. But just for like, you know, organizational purposes. And segue's sake. I love a segue. I, um... I feel like this happens every year, but like it's getting like a little bit more um, like exciting each time. Like we're getting so into football. Like remember last season? I know. With the Niners. Like it's really a great time to be a football fan, which is us now. Us now. Yeah. And I like that we're just kind of team agnostic. I know like we have a lot of love for the Niners and my family. We love the Cowboys. But I could, I could literally. But I'm like polyamorous. I'm, I'm polyamorous when it comes to football teams. <clears throat> We're like totally agnostic. Like whenever there's a game on, like I can decide which team I want to root for based on a litany of things. Like are any celebrities dating any of the players? Like is there like an interesting pop culture moment related to a certain team? Because that's like how I'll decide who I want to win. Is there a toaster wife? Is there a toaster wife? Um, also, if it's like a New York team, there's like three different ones. Like I'm just more inclined to root for that one. Yeah. So it's exciting. Oh, and I, I'm trying to, I think I want to go to the Jets game this weekend because the Chiefs are playing the Jets this weekend. Now, I doubt Taylor will be there. Yeah, because she will get, she wouldn't be able to go. Like, she'll get mobbed. She had the element of surprise on her side last time. So she yeah, was able to come still, in through the popcorn cart. But I still do want to go. You should go. You were saying like, that I even just before. Think, yeah, like, I love Aaron Rodgers. Aaron. I want to support him in his time of need. Yeah, I love Aaron, too. On Good Guys, they did, uh, you know, they do a segment called What Are You Nuts? Yes, of course. Where they just, like, you know, talk about random things in life like things people did to them that week or just like different concepts that they think are nuts and Josh had a really funny one he's like what's with the name Aaron <laughs> like the two A's like Aaron <laughs> honestly it was an amazing call like why do you spell Aaron that way it's so true and not that it was ever even in my top 10 of names but someone right. in the family floated the name to me as like because it's biblical so yeah. I think like we are constantly looking back at the homage for inspiration yeah and so I'm sure it came across our desk when we were naming some of your kids or maybe Levi like yeah no it's no, no. Been spoken it was about. floated my way but I'm, I was it wasn't for me a Aaron a Aaron oh no that they said it on the episode that I was on that's why I know it not that I like I do listen to most of their episodes but no that's pretending like I'm, I'm a good guy's number one fan such a good call yeah, it, it is a nice name, but when you think about it too hard, it hurts your brain. It's ex that's exactly yeah, because it's a nice. I feel like every I haven't met like a lot of Aaron's, but those that are named that are very like they really live up to the name. It's like a it's feel like it's a tall guy's name. Like it's it's a strong name. Yeah, but it also reminds me of Aaron Carter. Oh, that's funny. 
uh, I hadn't thought I hadn't made the connection. Mm. Well, who's the first Aaron in your mind? Like this week, Rogers. Yeah. But by the way, I know this is crazy. Is Aaron Carter dead? Yeah. I I I wasn't sure either, but yes. And the more I think oh about my God, it, I yes. completely forgot about that. Yeah, me too. That's so sad. Yeah. I don't know who my first thought of is. We've had this conversation now too long for me to know what my original thought was. I don't know who I would have thought of. When is there I said like an Aaron, Aaron from your middle school who was du- That's, who was okay. dueling it out with Maverick for your love? <laughs> I was thinking that growing up, there was definitely somebody in my middle school or high school with the name Aaron. Aaron is a very middle school name. Especially when you went to a Jewish day school. <laughs> oh, I guess so. I feel like it's the time though. Like I feel like Aaron is kind of like a 90s name. Yeah, no. It's kind of how like we think now. Like There are no small children named Barbara. Actually, like, more. I feel like it's that's a name that's coming back. But yeah, yeah. Okay, I meant like sure, Deborah. Sure. I feel like there's no grown adults named Aaron. Like just middle schoolers who exist in that <laughs> yeah, in a bubble. Time frame. They're in a <laughs> yeah. time warp and they can't get out. Is this a universal experience or just like a Jackson Plot experience? Aaron Rodgers busted through with his superior yeah. strength. Yeah, and I guess I never really like. This is such a dumb conversation. <laughs> but I guess I never really truly realized that Aaron Rodgers' name is Aaron, you know? Yeah. He's a firsty lasty. The thing about names is you can't think about them for too long. Oh my God, I completely agree. Honestly, my name is like low key weird. No. Yes, Claudia is through and through a Latin name. Like anytime I've gotten into an Uber or like made a conversation with the taxi driver, they always ask me, like people who don't know me, always ask me if I'm Latin. They always think I speak Spanish. They start speaking to me in Spanish. And thankfully I do speak a little Spanish, but not because it's my native tongue. Well, my name is French. Jacqueline. No. Yeah, but like your name's Jackie. I'm French. <laughs> Any, anybody who doesn't know me thinks that I'm Spanish. Cool. And it's like, why is that my name? Maybe there's a Latin Laturdia running around. And then Just like Australian Turdy. Don't get me started on the Latin translation of Claudia. What? Lame. <laughs> now that's just her fault. If the shoe fits. Yeah, I don't feel like the name fits me. I think it does. Let me know. Do you think my name fits me? Sound off in the comments. Like, you are such a Jackie. It's wild. That's kind of rude. Why? I don't know. I love your name. Really? Yeah. I love your name. You do? Yeah. I feel like of all the names in our family, like I got the worst one. What? No, I feel like all the, we have amazing names in our family. Like we do. our mom crushed it, but I feel crushed. like everyone's name is a little more unique than mine, but I've always taken solace in the fact that, yeah, Jackie was like kind of common, especially when the, when I was named, you know, there's a lot of Jackie's born in 1992, but I'm Jackie O. So everyone else can fuck off. Okay. I, I don't disagree that your name is the least unique. Unique. Mm-hmm. But mine is, I think, the most unique, perhaps a little too unique. I think at the time of naming, Margot was the most unique. Now it's quite common. I just say, th- I thank God for Claudia Schiffer. Like, I just remember, like, being really proud of her growing up. Because, like, everybody has a celebrity with their name who, like, you know, made the name famous or whatever. And mine happened to be someone extremely fabulous. Yeah. And I would have Jackie O, so. Right. So we're in good company, girly. We are. By the way, have you noticed that like our toast ism, we have so many isms, but Yargarlies or just like putting the A instead of an like a vowel has really caught on. I've been seeing it everywhere. Really? 
Yes, girly swirly, garly, yar, gar. Like I've been seeing it like all over popular culture. That's so heartwarming. Like, and sometimes things we say become really popular, but we didn't invent them. Maybe we, you know, helped the popularize. But we did not invent like certain like phrases that went super, super viral. But like Yargarlies is like a toastism <laughs> through and through. Like we invented it. Yar welcome. Yar welcome. That's where it comes from. And, to where, see and that it, comes from Yar ugly. Yeah. <laughs> to see it take on a life of its own. I feel very proud. I didn't know that it was out there in that way. It's, it's, a, it's a grassroots movement, but like it's taking on momentum. It's so fun. It's hilarious. Yeah. So I think it's time. I just wanted to make yeah. one content note because I watched a lot of TV over the hog and I watched mm-hmm. that show Girl Meets Farm. And? And it was very good cooking. It, VGC. VGC, very good cooking. I was inspired to make a few things, though I have absolutely no time on my hands, so I don't know when I think I'm making an apple pie, but I might give it a shot. Ugh, I love apple pie. Like, it, like, I was watching her and I was like, what if I just fucking made a pie? I mean, Charlie would be screaming Jackie, the whole time in the past will. Minute. Free will. Like, you could just make a pie. No, 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 but like, what about Charlie? No, I know, but like, he needs you to could be make held. a pie. I know, I'm gonna make a pie. Like, I'm gonna carve out the time. You should. I'm gonna, because that sparks joy. And you have free will, and I think it's important that we never forget that. Amen. Amen, Sella. Without further ado, here are the Fast Five stories that you absolutely need to know today. And I mean that with every fiber of my being. And the Fast Five stories that you absolutely need to know today, where she means that with every fiber of her being, is brought to you by Pillsbury. So, so many simple recipes can be made with Pillsbury Crescent Rolls, and they can be added into your weeknight dinner rotation. Making dinner, like on a working day, is just not exciting. It's not fun, and it's like more work than it should be. And I can only imagine like having kids. It's just like... Why is it so hard? Pillsbury Crescent understands that dilemma and they are here to help. Busy working moms, kid pleasing dinners are easier than you think. They have recipes that won't take all night. You're basically just filling Pillsbury Crescents with delicious ingredients that transform Crescents from a side dish to a main dish. That's what I'm going to make. Yeah, by the way, like couldn't be easier. Yeah, this is a perfect solution for what I just said. I feel like we are always like talking about problems here at the Toast. We're very like infrequently just giving solutions. I just, I feel like I'm more of a complainer and Pillsbury heard us and they said, we got you. Like, I think it's so delicious to roll up a Pillsbury Crescent with like a little tomato sauce and some mozzarella. A little Crescent pizza. And it's like, I want, I want to cook at home, but I don't have a million hours to do so. Right. And of course you could take tech to the next level if you, you know, can eat this, like add a little pepperoni. Ooh. Then it's a hearty protein filled meal. Obviously we can't do that, but still a pizza crescent sounds very good. So they have so many easy recipes to please your picky eaters and then just move on with your evening. So you can find Pillsbury in the daily aisle. It's dairy aisle, dinner prep in 30 minutes or less, and it's picky eater pleasing. Today's episode is also brought to you by Caraway. Caraway's nonstick kitchenware makes cooking a breeze and cleanup easier than ever. It's back to school made easy. With so many collections of their internet famous kitchenware to explore, there's a Caraway for every kind of cook. It's a non-toxic chemical-free ceramic coating, which means that you can be food can be prepared with peace of mind that no hard-to-pronounce chemical will leach into your healthy ingredients. And it's an important time for us to send this message because it's chili season. It's been raining in New York for five days straight. We made a chili for a days ago and I've eaten nothing else but that and we made it in our Dutch oven from Caraway so perfect nothing burned so easy to clean it's one dish I love a one pot dish just like Joanna Gaines I love a one pot dish OPD 
Every set comes in a various modern shades to fit with any design aesthetic, and it includes easy access storage solutions to keep the kitchen tidy. And now, introducing Caraway's Prep Set. It's 10 essential knives and utensils designed for chopping better, prepping cleaner, and storing easier. I have to say, Caraway's one of those brands at this point, anytime they release a product, like, I trust you, I'm purchasing yep. it. I'm not, I don't have amazing kitchenware in my house, so I'm very slowly converting everything over to Caraway. Yep, I got targeted ads for their new cutlery um, kitchenware, and I'm influenced. I'm influenced. Yeah. I'm going to use Code Toast. Visit CarawayHome.com slash The Toast. You're not using Code Toast. Oh, shit. To take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. The deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit CarawayHome.com slash The Toast or just use code The Toast at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. Today's episode is also brought to you by Athena Club. So the blade on my old razor used to get all goopy after a few uses, but I love the water-activated serum on Athena Club's razors. There's just enough of it to soothe while shaving, but it never gets gunky on the blade. Our old razors used to always fall off the holder. Oh, man, it's so true. You ever wake in the middle of the night because your razor fell off the shower and made like a clanking and you think you're being robbed has happened to me so many times since I switched to Athena Club which I feel like is now like three or four months I have literally never woken up in a fright in the middle of the night anymore the magnetic hook that comes with the razors is genius it keeps our razors from falling every time we open the shower so it's designed with built-in skin guards to help prevent razor burn while being gentle on curves plus the razor blade is surrounded by a water activated serum with shea butter and hyaluronic acid which is a holy grail for skincare the best part is that the razor kit is only ten dollars it comes with two blade heads a magnetic hook for shower storage and your choice of handle color the handle color options are so cute but they even have black and white razors for all you minimalists minus pink it's so cute I've been in shaving overdrive recently not only because it was summer and like I was showing my legs but I'm on my hair regrowth journey so I'm taking lots of vitamins and pills for my actual hair and that's made my legs and armpits like so hairy I'm shaving like multiple times a week now and I need a razor that can handle it and that's Athena Club so switch to the better razor and show your skin that you care with Athena Club get started today by shopping in store at Target stores nationwide head to the shaving aisle to find the razor kit the cloud shave foam the wax strips the razor refills Everything you could possibly need for your shaving needs, Athena Club has you covered at Target. Thank you, Claudia. <clears throat> You're welcome. Our first story. Oh, Sunday night, Taylor Swift was spotted <sighs> at the Kansas City Chiefs game while Travis Kelsey rocked the stage at Arrowhead. Taylor was <laughs> <laughs> Taylor was sitting in a box with Mama Kelsey after the game. They were, the two were spotted together walking backstage. They went to an after party where sources say. They had a great time, and then they drove somewhere together in a convertible. Yeah, let's let's walk through the beginning. Let's start at the very, very beginning. There were rumors. Dumois had posted, a couple girls in our Facebook group said, like, their moms live in Kansas, and local PD had gotten, you know, they had to set up for Taylor. So it slowly got out, and when I tell you I did not believe a single word of it until I saw a picture of that girl sitting in a box next to his mother, I was so shocked, and I don't know if it was because I was in denial or I like and listen to Friday's episode I really did not believe that these two were dating I thought he was so thirsty clout chasing like globbing onto you know the press that he got from bringing up her friendship bracelet like I just didn't believe it so the actual I turned on the game I didn't believe it but I still watched 
just in case, you know? Oh, and major manner update, you know, I switched to Sling TV. I'm trying out all these different, I know everyone's sick of hearing about my cable news, but I just, I, I switched to Sling TV and I, I just have to say, it was perfect, I watched the game. So I put it on, I'm like mindlessly, they're, they're putting on some other game, like the Ravens or whatever. I'm like, get with the program, get with the program. Yeah, that's the thing about they, football. There's like a lot of games at once, everywhere, all at once. And then even with the Chiefs game that they eventually switched to, after like the second half, they switched to another game because the Chiefs were like beating the other team so bad that like it wasn't even worth watching. So they put on a game that was like a good competition. But like we needed to see Taylor and we didn't get to see her. But you saw her a bit and the fans got photos. And But is there a channel? Oh, yeah. I think it's like with Red Zone where you, if you just want to watch the one game, they'll show you the whole Red game. Red Zone? They'll show you the whole game. No. Red Zone has four different boxes on at once and they'll like, go to one game for a little bit amount of time, but then they'll show you all four. Honestly, Shapiro is always watching Red Zone. He loves Red Zone. I think it's like crap. Who wants to watch four fucking games at once? And if you're looking for one game, you have to like squint into one of the corners. Every time I get invested in football and I try to watch the game that I'm looking for, it's so difficult. Well, so, you know, I, I'm sensing a theme here because I've been hearing that men like to watch like a lot of games at once and you need like multiple yeah. TVs. And now I'm understanding like that's why they watch on their phone. They have red zone up four screens. Yep. They've got a TV in the other room and it's like debilitating because I was hanging out with a bunch. We were with a bunch of couples on Sunday and like the husbands wanted to come, but they were like, are they are going to be all the games up? I'm like, this isn't a sports bar. No. And now I always thought it was psychotic that Olivia Ostray has two TVs in her backyard and she's like, no, Shapiro needs to watch two games at once. Like, oh my God, that's insane. I can't imagine like seriously caring about anything that much, but okay. No, I just always and thought there was like one football game. Like last week when the Cowboys were on, that my husband was saying we couldn't watch at the Shapiro's because Shapiro won't watch one game at a time. I'm like, what do you mean? No, it's and then psychotic. So I called and there's Olivia. so many games at once. I called Olivia. I'm like, can we watch one game, the Cowboys game at your house? And she was like, no, he won't. No, it's tearing families apart. I had no idea this was such a thing. Like, why? Like, and I think this is what's dividing people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if there was one game that we could all focus on, and then we were all well, watching. I think that's why the playoffs are so exciting, because there's only two, three games a week, and everybody's watching those ones. Got it. I guess if we did one at a time, the playoffs would happen every three years. Right. So, they finally switched the coverage from that Ravens game to the Chiefs game, and before they showed a single player, before they showed a single MC they showed Taylor. Like, they milked this for what it's worth. The NFL, ESPN, Bleacher Report, everybody was posting on social media. Every social media manager for a sports team was working overtime on Sunday making Swifty-related content. The NFL's new social media bios is NFL, Taylor's version. Like, everyone's being thirsty. It's so crazy. Like, the NFL is this billion-dollar brand. Like, it is the, it is arguably one of the biggest media brands in this country and the way they all just like bend the knee and like are thirsty for Taylor like her power really is crazy and just seeing it happen like that all in one day like in a couple of hours it was really crazy yeah it was fun and a united nation it did I think I read somewhere that uh the NFL ratings went up 60 percent for um young female adults that's funny and Travis Kelsey got 300,000 followers yeah so I know everyone's saying, like, Claudia, like, are you going to eat your words? Like, I was wrong. I, I really believed in my heart that, like, he was being thirsty. And, like, right, we were wrong about not believing that they were together. But do you want to eat your words or maybe amend how you feel about them being together now? 
Well, now that I've now that they are together, like I'm a fan of Taylor, therefore I want her to be happy. So I'm on board, like 100%. And there's so many benefits to her being in a relationship like this. Like her relationships in the past have been so private to the point where it's like actually boring to follow them. Like we get nothing, we get crumbs. This is so public. It's so American, you know? She's really America's sweetheart. And so is he. And like, I feel like we never get that. We never get like the two obvious people together. Like everybody's always being creative, you know? Yeah, and I mean, what's more American than football? Football and pop music. Like, it, and she's, it's just, it's perfect. Like, it really, it makes a lot of sense. And we love things that make sense here. I do, and I stand by the fact that like in recent months, like Travis's behavior like has been annoying and thirsty. Like I, I stand by that. Um, but Taylor seems to be into it. Yeah, it's a, therefore I am into it. It's a nice change of pace. I was looking at the pictures <clears throat> and videos and she just looked like she was having so much fun. And I was like, when you're at the height of your career, she's been working so hard. Like, why not just have some fun? And I just, I believe that this is like a real relationship in the sense that it's not a fake PR because she doesn't do mm -hmm. that. But I don't think it's an incredibly serious relationship or will turn yes. into a serious relationship. Mm -hmm. I think it's just a bit of fun. And it's like, on the one hand, she's so private. I don't want my stuff out there. But on the other hand, it's like, why not just have a day at the football game and go balls yeah. to the walls and send the yeah. country haywire and have some fun? I completely agree. And I want to go back to what you just said about PR because I need to speak to everyone directly. I saw a bunch of TikToks being made about this, people posting on social. Like, Taylor's doing this because she's such a good friend to Sophie Turner that she wanted to take, you know, some of the heat away Funny from yeah. Sophie and Joe's divorce and put it on her and make herself a spectacle for the next week so that nobody talks about Joe. Now, let me just say one thing. We could talk about two things at once. So that we can talk about theory is so flawed. Five things, the fast five things at once. That theory is beyond flawed. And I really, like, every time I hear, like, see people making things up like that, like, it reminds me, like, how dumb people are. Like, there's no level of, like, critical thinking or just, like, realism. Like, get a grip. Like, we really think Taylor would do that. Someone who has her whole life kept her relationships private. Like, we know nothing about her personal life. Like, she would do all of that for and and her personal life is so deeply connected to her business like she would that it just makes no sense and that's not even a good idea if that was she, what she was doing like no it wouldn't work yeah no and it's like you're operating under the premise that one story can squash out every other story when like have you looked at the front page of a newspaper it's multiple stories we're yeah, talking about no, multiple stories it's such a bad call. And bad then people being like, call. that's an amazing call. Like, it's a bad call. Like, please don't believe that. Be better than that. Like, it's not a good call. Stop saying it. That's just a bad call. Oh my God, it was bothering me so much. I didn't much see that. Say that. I didn't see that. You need to hang out with me. I, yeah. AKA not on TikTok, I'm assuming. Because I didn't. All over. I, it was honestly, it was platform agnostic. You're loving the word agnostic. You know who taught me that word? Who? so random you never just like remember where you are when you learn the meaning of a word oh sure brian kelly when he came on the toast i think the first time we were like what's your favorite airline he's like i really prefer to be airline agnostic oh, okay. and i was like i nodded my head and then like looked it up afterwards got it got it but i feel like i like i've just been saying it a lot in the last week that's what oh you think like i'm copying no, you? i think like, wow, I'm, that's like funny. It's, it's like i've just bubbled it to the surface that's funny i literally said it like earlier in the show i think i said it on friday like it's kind that's of like really my funny. word. I meant it. No, that's hilarious. No, you guys will. But I cited like a personal anecdote of how I know the word. Of how you learned the word, sure. But you weren't like using it. He's been on the show, what, six years now? 
No, I definitely have used it. Like, look it up, sweetie. <laughs> okay, this is such a dumb fight. Back to <laughs> back to the task at hand. So I will say, I am here for it. Yeah. I agree with you. I don't think it's going to be the great love of her life. I don't think it's going to be a deeply serious or intellectually stimulating relationship, but not everything has to be. And I love this change. Like, I think the types of guys she's dated in the past like are really, in my opinion, just like not the vibe. Aesthetically, professionally, like I just, I didn't get it a lot of the times. And I got on board because I love Taylor. Like Taylor to me, like this is just proof she's human. Yeah, I think she'll always like what she likes, which is, you know, the more inch, like skinny British. Yeah, creative, deep, you know, type of guy. Mm-hmm. But I, it, I'm i sure she's like recognizing, you know what, I just need a break from all that. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Who's no, more fun than Travis Kelsey? It's so true. And football is fun. And it's a good way to spend her time. He, I'm sure she actually really liked the fact that he was so publicly and probably personally like chasing her. Yeah. And it's not bad. Also, I just like, five seconds ago realized this entire episode I haven't been wearing lipstick like I just put it on and I'm like so mad we can't clip we can't clip anything from the first I think 35 we, minutes we'll see we'll see what's clip worthy sickly you look beautiful no matter what thank you I'm annoyed anyway Sunday was a song is how I feel like the whole day she could write a whole song about oh for sure I, I thought you were like using that phrase that kids on TikTok use, like, it was a movie. Like, oh, my God, she's using the phrase wrong. No, ew. Ben used the phrase. That one hasn't it's... reached me yet, and I don't think it's going to stick. No, you say, like, last night was a movie, like, when it was just, like, amazing. And Ben used the phrase recently on his Instagram story, and me and Margot, our Ashray, were cackling about it behind his back. Like, he was like, it was a movie. I'm like, what did what you What was say? he talking about? We threw a spritz party on Friday night, um, for Danielle Carolyn, she threw her 25th birthday and like spritzed through it for her. And Ben was like posting pictures because it was really like a fabulous, sick party. And he was like, this party was a movie. I'm like, oh my God, stop. Oh my God. No, but like she really could write a whole song about just Sunday. Of course. And it would go a little something like this. Oh, Sunday night. She it should be a collab with Carrie Underwood. She should sample it, honestly. Yeah. And talk or about like jo- what it's like to be like dating the guy on the field, like no, sitting with so his many, mom. There's so many um, football terms like that can be used as like songwriting, you know, yeah. like yeah. touchdown, bench, run, end zone, tailgate, end zone, bleachers. Now, do we think that this was their first time hanging out? Because he said, I invited her to come see me rock the stage at Arrowhead. Like, do you think that that she just took him up on his invitation? Right, or that like when he said that on Pat McAfee, he knew that she was coming and he was like giving people, you know, a little teaser. That's a great question. I don't think she would be sitting next to his mother like on his first date. But maybe mother's a Swifty and it's like, it's different when it's like, okay, I know I'm like I'm meeting the person's mom, but like she knows who I am. That's like hard, like that's tough. Yeah, I do feel like it was very casual. I don't think it was the first time but it, me neither. Yeah, and you know what? Now I'm gonna believe everyone who said that they've been hanging out because it, yeah, it turned out that they were right. So if I'm looking back at all that stuff, I think they hung out a few times before. Yeah, me too. I don't know if 
she's met his mother. Maybe that was the first time she met. I read it was the first time she met Mama Kelsey. Mama Kels. But you know what? Mama Kels looks a lot like Mama Swift. Like they're kind of twin flame energy. They have the same fucking haircut. <laughs> and it makes a lot of it's sense. It's the like Mama both, cut. It's the mom cut. And they're both like really close with their mothers. Like they actually probably do have a decent amount in common. Besides, you know, just being like attractive and famous. But I don't think they've hung out too many times because I think once they do, it'll be over. Yeah, of course. And we, we just got like so much. Like people were taking so many photos of Taylor. I think she took a photo with someone in the box and she was sitting at a table and like her plate was there and people were just like dying to know what she ate. So here's what was on the plate. Ready? Was it her plate or this was not her plate? We don't know if it was, you know, the quiet woman. This is not my plate. But it probably was her plate based on like the staging of the photo. There was one chicken tender on it. A pool of um, ketchup and I think a pool of ranch. It's a pretty good order. Just, yeah, chicken tenders. Yeah, like she really is just one of us. Yeah, this is where I'm exiting okay, the, the conversation. The, the fandom. So, all in all, I will say I was wrong. I'm grown enough woman to admit that, especially after Yom Kippur. It's so important to know when you were wrong. I was wrong. I'm getting on board. I am on board. It was a lot. And honestly, like his behavior was like a little nuts. And that's what turned me off to it. But if Taylor's here for it, so am I. But now in, oh. hi in hindsight, do you find the behavior like a little cute knowing like, oh, they're actually a little I, thing. And he's like going on national television, like proclaiming like how much he's into her. I mean, I have to imagine that now everything he's done and said publicly was Taylor approved, which makes it better for sure. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about the convertible. They left the stadium, the game. They like walked out together. Somebody took a video of them inside the, the locker getaway room car. after when he was like done with the game, done with his interviews. He put on a fresh outfit, went out to celebrate because they won by 40 points. It was actually one of the least interesting football games I've ever seen in my life. Um, they walked out together. That video of them, like literally people were just standing in the hallway staring like it was actually weird. And then they got into like this old retro maroon convertible. It was giving maroon. And they drove off it to this after party. was giving getaway car. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. And there's a video of her. Um, he's pulling out of the stadium parking lot. She, like, covers her hands with her eyes. And she just, like, is, like, geeking out. I don't know what about. But, like, she, it was just, like, too much for her. Honestly, like, I get it. And they drove to this private party. They said, I read actually conflicting reports. It said Travis rented out a restaurant for everyone to celebrate the win of the game. Like, the whole staff and crew and whatever. And... Then I also read that, like, Taylor paid the tab for everybody. So, like, which was it? Mm, I feel like it was him. Me too. That, like, it's like, his home turf. That's how it should. That's what I hope it was. Like, yeah. That he did made it nice for her. But I also could see him, like, that's what they do after a win. He's, like, the king of yeah. Kansas City. What if they had lost? Like, do you think he had already booked the restaurant? I think the restaurant's on standby. It might be, like, their go-to place for a win. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. So, uh, okay, so then they went to the after party in the convertible. It's Yeah, just, I believe that's where they went. It's teenage dream. No, it's giving fantasy. Like, this isn't real. So to see somebody, like, actually out here living a fantasy, like, you have no choice, really, no. to be happy for her. And it's the girl who's been dreaming of a fantasy her whole life, who's been, like, it's so true. fantasizing about songs. a fantasy. She's been writing songs, like, about moments like these and how she's, like, never experienced them. Yeah. Like, all she's wanted to be is, like, the girl dating the football star. Like, she is now. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is a song that you will write about what it's Got like it. oh, to be that girl. No, it's a song. It's also a movie. It is a movie, honestly, even though there's not really a plot here. Mm -hmm. But it's just, like, a song about being, like, what it's like to be on top of the world. She was on top of the world on Sunday. And she's using it 
to her advantage. Like, I don't think it's a PR move, but I think all this attention, you know, today she announced like the uh, Eras tour movie is actually not only going to be in the United States, it's being launched globally. So she's using this momentum and she's a smart businesswoman for that. So I think rising tides are rising all shides and this is a good thing. Like, it's a good thing. I agree. I agree. Do you think she'll be at the game this weekend? I have to get tickets to the Jets game. Like, mental note. I don't think so because I think she would get really swarmed because people would be, be expecting her to be there. Yeah, but she like does spend like a lot of her downtime these days in her New York City house. Right, like maybe they'll hang out in New York. Like maybe they'll go to Zero Bond. <gasps> oh my God, I have to get dressed and say alert. You have to get dressed and say Every alert. night this week. I think that they will be go. they will be spotted in New York together this week after the game. But what's like a football player schedule? I don't think like he just gets nights off. Like I no. think he's in Kansas City until probably like Thursday or Friday. When's yeah. the game? Probably Saturday or something. I thought you said you're getting tickets. You don't know when it is? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Well, after the game, like that night, they would go out. That night. Okay. I have to get dressed in sailor. Yeah. You should wear that sweater. Oh, no, don't because that's Jets. It's also Eagles, which is giving Jason Kelsey. Yeah. And it's giving tailored. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll wear red. I don't own a singular red item. Shopping. Even though I saw on TikTok, red is the color of like this season, they say. Not for me. Not for me either. I don't own a single piece. I actually also don't think that's true. What, what would you say is the color of the season, Jax? Brown. Creams. Like duty brown? All shades of brown. Cool. Light, like up till nude, you know? Love. The spectrum. Love. The would spectrum. you say nude is brown? It's a diluted brown. Interesting. Technically. Is it not like a diluted white? No, because there's color. There's there's a bit of color. Color is so crazy. Like, don't get me started. I could, like, color is just, it's wild to me. No, I once heard the craziest thing about colors that I, can, I don't even know if I'll be able to explain again, but it's like, you can't describe a color. Right, because you could say it's kind of, it looks like a rose, but are we seeing the same rose? Yeah. Like, how would you describe the color red? You... I would have to use other colors, therefore, you know, invalidating my description. No, if you think too hard about colors, like, you'll go mad. Yeah. Somebody once said to me, and honestly, I think it was Ben, and I was like, oh, that's such a dumb thing to say, but honestly, it stuck with me, and he was right. Like, how do we really know that, like, when we, you and I both say green, that we're seeing the same color? Yeah. I, I Like, I just, ha I have to believe that we are. Like, I just have to believe it. Yeah, <laughs> I have faith. Yeah, I have to have faith. Like, we say the sky is blue. But how do I know, like, the blue that you're seeing? And I can't describe the color. So, like, how do I know you're not seeing, like, green, but, like, you're calling it blue? It's so true. Color's crazy. Honestly, I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's, like, freaking. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Okay, ready for our next story? Yes, I'm excited S to talk about this. Some more football news. Usher announces he will headline the 2024 Super Bowl halftime show with a little help from Kim Kardashian. Oh, yeah. Usher will take the stage for the iconic halftime show presented by Apple Music at the Allegiant Stadium in Paradise, Nevada during the big game on February 11th, 2024. So Las Vegas. Um, in a video shared on X, he uh, got an urgent call from Kim Kardashian who tells the musician about his headlining spot. It was a cute announcement. I don't really understand, like, Kim's involvement. I guess her, she's just, like, a big celebrity and she loves Usher. But, like, we should have had Kiki Palmer in there, just saying. Um, 
I have so many thoughts. My first thought is, I think this is a great selection. He wouldn't have come to mind for me, but now that it's been brought to the table, I think it's great. I think there's a lot of people who maybe were a little bit, you know, after Usher's time who are like, what? This is random. And I think they'll be really pleasantly surprised by his abilities and his talent and his songs that they actually might know that, that sound actually really familiar to him. Because when I when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's random. I'm like, wait, actually, it's not. And I think if you're at the level where you can have a successful Vegas residency, you are automatically in the running for Super Bowl halftime show. I think it's great that it's in Vegas. I think it'll promote his residency a lot. Like, I think it's a great synergy moment. And I actually think it'll be really good. I think it will be great. He has so many great songs. He's such a showman. He's a great singer. He's a great dancer. dancer. And it's going to be really fun. Yep. He probably would bring out guests. I'm fine if he does or if he doesn't. Same. But I'm really looking forward to this. I think it's going to be a fun moment. It's going to resurface so many great songs. Yeah. Like, if you really want more... Oh, sing it up louder. I'm going to totally, he better sing that. I think it's a really great, a really, really great, and not obvious choice, you know? Yeah. Which I like. But then when I was watching the game on Sunday, before one of the games started, they had an interview with uh, Carrie Underwood. Two of the hosts, like the classic Fox on Sports guys, actually went to her residency the night before because the game they were, oh, it was the Raiders game. They were in Vegas. And they were talking about her residency. She was out here promoting her residency. She was talking about how it's now been 11 years that she's done, oh, Sunday, and how she much she loves it and how she needs to incorporate it into her residency. It was like a very cute interview. And it got me thinking, like, why, why hasn't Carrie Underwood done it? She has such close ties to the NFL. And she's also now a residency queen in Vegas. This would have been a good year for her to do it. I'm not unhappy with the selection, but I'm sure she was she was thought of I feel like she's always thought of unless there's a conflict because her contract is with NBC yeah it's not that she's so and also Apple Music does the halftime show so it's right it's not so cut and dry dry, like oh NFL NFL football there actually might be like a stipulation where she's ineligible while she has this contract and that because why wouldn't she be pegged for it or the people who are making the decisions for the halftime show are not the same people who made the decision to have her sing the song for 11 years like maybe they're not Carrie Underwood fans no but if I was the person making the decision for the Super Bowl I would take into account that she's like kind of a fixture in football culture yeah no they're not taking it into account apparently I just, I, I really like this Usher thing. And I think so many celebrities are such big fans of Usher. That's what I've seen since his residency has popped off. Like, of course, we know Kiki Palmer. Kim went on the Kardashian show. I think so many celebrities, like, love him that there might be a good amount of guests or there just might be, like, a shit ton of celebrities who now want to go because they love Usher. Yeah. It's going to be so celeb studded, even regardless of what teams play, because it's in because Vegas. Vegas. It's so close to L.A. Yeah. That stadium is sick. Like, yeah. really sick. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, I kind of want to go. I also think they use the halftime show to capture new audiences, especially that's why they brought in Apple Music. Like, Or, I mean, yeah. also they just paid a lot. But um, Carrie Underwood's already in the Super Bowl by singing the song. True. So it's like, True. why don't we get new fans? Also, let's talk about Kim's acting because... She did a little acting in that video for Usher, but her acting chops are being spoken about quite, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Extensively? Yes, thank you so much. Um, Because the first episode of her American Horror Story show with Emma Roberts, the Ryan Murphy production, dropped last week. I saw, I basically watched like 40 minutes of the episode in two minute spurts on TikTok. And I have to say, Kim was excellent. Like, she has acted before. She had like a small part in like a bunch of movies where she like plays a secretary. I forget what movie. And like she was also in 90210 back in the day. Like she was bad. She like, was let's in Drop Dead Diva. Yes. 
She had like a small cameo. She obviously like took one or two acting lessons and she wasn't great. It was giving, you know, actor. Like I could tell she was acting. And she has a, a major role in this. She's not doing a cameo. She's a major star of the show. I would say she's probably the second biggest after Emma Roberts. And she took that shit extremely seriously. And I have to say, she was excellent in what I saw. I haven't seen anything from it. She doesn't look like Kim Kardashian trying to act. She looks like she plays this like high power attorney publicist. She really plays like a Kris Jenner type. And she's very good. Good. Yeah, like it's honestly entertaining. The show's concept is really creepy. I think like Emma Roberts has like a demon inside of her while she's pregnant. I think that's like the whole, she gives birth to a spider. I don't fucking know. Um, so it's like creepy and weird and that's not my style of TV show that I'd normally watch. But Kim is excellent. That's great. Even though I feel like that's going to mean that the next season of Kardashians, they're Focusing oh God, entirely yeah. on how seriously she's taking the acting process. Oh my God, it's so true. And terrible. they're going to beat it to death. Oh my God, like SNL. You're so right. Like SNL. Oh my God, you're so And that right. was one night. Mm -hmm. This is a whole season of a show. But the, the girlies have had a lot of things going on actually recently. So <clears throat> between like Courtney's pregnancy, Kylie and Timothy, Kendall and Bad Bunny, I actually think there's going to be extensive fodder for the show. For sure, but this might be Kim's thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's so true. <laughs> it's an amazing point. Are you ready for our next story? Oh, I got to move Am things I? around. More football news. Oh, let's finish the football news. Yeah, yeah. and this will be quick because okay. a Jets player's wife is blasting Angelina oh, I saw this all over TikTok for sliding into her husband's DMs. Obsessed. So Jersey Shore star Angelina is being put on blast for sliding into a married NFL player's Instagram DMs. Alexis Bodden, who's married to Jets player Nick Bodden, took to TikTok on Sunday to rip into Angelina for sending her husband a DM that read, quote, see you soon. Yeah. According to Alexis, the message arrived 10 minutes after she spotted Snooki on the field at MetLife earlier that day. She uh, said that she's never watched Jersey Shore, but she recognized Snooki, who was with another brunette ch uh, chick who looked like Angelina. So she saw her on the field and then she sent that message 10 and minutes later. And she said that like Angelina like clocked her, like gave her an up and down dirty look. And she had her husband's um, number and last name like all over her outfit. In the TikTok she showed her last, his last name was like on her pants. The number was up here. So it was like very clearly like she was here, you know, with him. And then she was like, and if you go to my husband's Instagram, it's literally pictures of me, our daughter, me and my daughter, him and my daughter. Like it's a very, he's not just like, you know. Right, that to me is more damning. It's like you went to DM him and you saw his page that he's a married man. Yeah. She called Angelina weird for contacting Nick, whose account contains a plethora of photos as a family man. She said, you don't message a married woman's man that you're going to see him soon after you see his wife. So then Angelina responded to this girl after she had posted the TikTok and she said, wow, girl, we need to chat. You coming at me on TikTok acting like I tried to get husband was very childish of you. We all came in support of your husband's team and his teammates when I wrote see you soon. I meant it in a nice, mature way. I'm an engaged woman. I never in one million years tried to fucking get with your husband. So take the fucking TikTok down because you look like a fucking idiot right now. I came, oh I came late. I never saw you on the field. So I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about that I saw you looking all hot and shit. Girl, I wasn't on the field nice try woman to woman if you're secure in your relationship you should know that as somebody else on television I would never try to get rid of married woman's man I'm engaged thank you for your support sorry I didn't win today sucks Alexis noted that she thought Angelina like might have been drunk because this message doesn't make a ton of sense yes. it's like the grammar like everything sorry I didn't win today <laughs> you sorry you didn't win today yeah or we didn't win today yes they and then she wrote back Angela and her name's <laughs> Angelina <laughs> 
Angela, I don't really care how it happened. I must have mistook you for another one of your friends because y'all look the same, but maybe just don't DM other people's husbands. Weirdo. So yeah, the on the field stuff is speculation. Who yes. knows if it was her? I'm less concerned. But like to DM a married man, a visibly married man and say, see you soon is fucking- When you're engaged. Is, when you're engaged. It's fucking weird. It's weird. It's bad behavior. I'm sure she was drunk and like acting a fool, but there's no excuse for it. And I actually, I love that she called her out. Like- you can't do that shit. Like, you cannot act that way with somebody. Like, this is a family. Angela. Yeah. And why would she think that she could? Like, see you soon? What? <laughs> no, like, actually, this is like. No, really that's actually, like what you say when you're trying to, like, spark something. Slide. It's like, slide. Like, it's like a poke, you know? Duh. No, this is really. really and then you'd be like, oh, things are coming out today. Yeah. It'd be like, is embarrassing for Angelina. And I like that she got called out. Like, you can't act like this. Like, and, and expect no repercussions. Like, this is what happens when you fuck around and find out. I think, and it's a good precedent to set. Yeah. Like, if you want to act this way, you may or may not be called out for such behavior. Now, I know all athletes have the reputation of being philanderers, but the fact that he got this message and told his wife, like, pijam. Yeah, I didn't look at his profile, but the way that she described his profile, it's like, what did you expect? No, it was cute. It was like a lot of football, a lot of family. Like, very, you know, very PG. Yeah. Not really not the type of account you slide into. <laughs> exactly. No, it's like football, family, and friends. There's you know? definitely accounts you could slide into. Yeah, some and give you off can, the vibe. And you can make the case that, like, unless you Google them, you wouldn't know that they're married based on their Instagram. 100%. 100%. And, I, and then I might sit here and give someone the benefit of the doubt and be like, well, maybe they didn't know. How are they to know? They just right. liked what they saw. Right. Makes but you think. here. Yeah. Not here. No. This is, this is like so embarrassing. An open shut case. <laughs> no, I love this girl. Like, it's so funny. Maybe you'll see her if you go to the game this weekend. Oh, right. She's on the Jets. I gotta go. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? I think the better question is, are you ready for our next story? I, I will be. I know that I will be soon. Because today's episode is brought to you by one of my favorite new sponsors, Braun. And it was a very brawny weekend here at my house with Harry being a bit under the weather because we were constantly taking his temperature. Now, the Braun thermometer has been a staple during six season at my house. It has so many different amazing features that really help mamas, caretakers, parents everywhere. Braun is a trusted 100-year-old brand with quality products that are built to last. Braun ear thermometers are clinically proven as accurate as rectal, so parents don't have to compromise their comfort or baby's comfort for the sake of accuracy. Yeah, graduating from rectal thermometer taking is a very exciting day. Braun (laughs) is here to celebrate with you. But the thing about fevers is a fever in a newborn can be more concerning than a fever in the same temperature in an adult or a toddler, so the fever threshold is lower. Braun has developed age-precision technology to take the guesswork out. The Braun Thermoscan 7 Plus Ear Thermometer provides age-based fever guidance with a green, yellow, or red reading. This helps parents so they can understand the severity of the fever based on the child's age, and they don't need to spend time looking up information. Then you can connect all of that information to the Braun Family Care app, and the app is a place where you can track temperature readings, log symptoms, and medication so that you can keep track of your child's progress and if you have multiple children you can keep track of each of theirs because it's a lot of information to keep apart the app is a game changer for those middle of the night fever episodes when you can't remember the last time you gave a kid medicine and now another child is sick now you can keep everything together in one place for the whole family 
Also, the brown thermometer comes with those little plastic things that you put on the end of it, like to yeah. change out every time you take a temperature. I feel like the school nurse, I'm like clicking yep. around. Yes. <laughs> and it's super sanitary. So visit Amazon, search for bronze smart thermometer and use code 20 toast at checkout for 20% off your order. So search bronze smart thermometer at Amazon, use code 20 toast at checkout for 20% off of your order. Our episode is also brought to you by Papaya. And Jackie, I have an extremely hot take for you. Are you ready? Yeah. I have found the perfect holiday gift for literally everyone on your list. It will be their favorite thing that they receive this year. Is it these reusable paper towels from Papaya, our newest and most amazing toast sponsor? Oh my God, you're quite literally clairvoyant because yes, Jackie, it is. And before any of you wenches skip over this ad, just don't. Because one thing about me, I've always been a disposable paper towel girly, but the way that I was just blowing through rolls of toilet paper was not a good look for your girly. So when Papaya reached out to be a sponsor of the show, I was like, okay, let me, let me, let me see. Let me see what's going on. And I have literally not touched a roll of paper towels since I got them. You, uh, each pack comes with two of these reusable uh, towel, paper towel sheets. And one sheet can replace 17 rolls of paper towel. So let's say I was babysitting Harry, which I would absolutely love to do anytime you want to ask me to. And he decided to throw his entire cup of milk on the floor, which he might do because he's a baby. Instead of using half a roll of paper towels to clean it up, I would just use my papaya, rinse it in the sink, and hang it to dry on the papaya hook. The way that these papaya hooks are now hanging all over my apartment is just giving eco-friendly queen energy. <laughs> I have one hanging on the backsplash in my kitchen, one in the bathroom, one by Theo's water bowl. I put one by Harry's high chair for such reasons as you discussed. So it's really giving versatility. I've been loving these, giving them as housewarming gifts, dinner party gifts. They're just so cute and useful, and it's so much more unique than bringing a bottle of wine. So true. And they also come in gorgeous designs to match whatever aesthetic you're going for. I love their kids collection for the boys. The designs are so cute. And because the founder of Papaya is an actually huge toaster, she is giving fellow toasters 50% off the entire site. Wow. We love toasters supporting toasters. So if you want to try them out and trust us, you do go to papayareusables.com. That's P-A-P-A-Y-A reusables, R-E-U-S-A-B-L-E-S.com and use code toast for 50% off we just shaved years off your life going to costco and carrying jumbo sized packs of paper towels home yet welcome yet welcome our next story jennifer aiden and danielle cabral get into physical oh, yeah. altercation and are suspended from real houses of new jersey so jennifer and danielle have been suspended from the real houses of new jersey after getting into an altercation while filming the bravo reality show page six can confirm Sources tell Page Six that the women got into a heated exchange, which then turned physical during an event hosted by Teresa on Thursday. The insider alleges that, quote, Jennifer pushed Danielle during the argument and Danielle retaliated by crumpling her plastic cup and hurling it towards Jennifer's face, drawing blood. However, another Ooh, source. A, a plastic cup? Plastic cup, yeah. Drawing blood? If you crunch it and then they're, if they're like, yeah, it's yeah, a red it's cup, sharp. it gets like a slice. Yeah. However, another source assures us that Jennifer Aiden sustained nothing more than a scratch when Danielle threw her beverage. Even a scratch, I'm sorry. Like, that's a cut. Yeah, but Jennifer pushed her. Yeah, no, 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 I'm saying, but they're trying to say like, oh, no, it was just a scratch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the same thing. A scratch is arguably a cut. Surface was punctured. Scratched. Punctured. Yeah. Um, Jennifer did not receive medical attention. A separate production insider emphasized that Jennifer only pushed Danielle because Danielle got in her face. Page Six is told both women are not permitted to film, even alone, as oh. the incident is under investigation. Launched by Bravo and Sirens Media, the production company behind Real Housewives of New Jersey. 
A source told Page Six that the footage has been reviewed to help determine whether Danielle threw the plastic cup at Jennifer or if she hit her while holding it as incongruent accounts circulate behind the scenes amid the ongoing investigation. Uh, well, good thing it's all on camera. Yeah, and also I feel like we've had many uh, physical alterations altercations on across housewives franchise it's arguably some of the best scenes um and i don't know if i've ever heard of two people getting suspended no so that makes me think this is a bit bigger than Worse. what they're describing because shall i count the ways of all of the physicality that we've seen like on even i mean even just on jersey right Teresa pulling margaret's hair the hair like well it was danielle where's the yeah. suspense but, but Teresa told her to do it. oh yeah, yeah yeah in my mind it's Teresa pulling margaret's hair it, i mean it is like theoretically yeah but well yeah this like kind of makes no sense because the way you describe it given you know the varying degrees of housewives fights this doesn't sound like that crazy no so it must so have why been would they crazy get suspended it must have been crazy or then it's it must have been crazy but also i find like these two fighting confusing because the last we saw on housewives danielle was like, came in, in my opinion, like such loser energy, just wanting to be friends with Teresa, kind of like what Jennifer Aiden did. Like she followed in Jennifer Aiden's footsteps, like just blindly joining that couch because she thought it would give her longevity on the show. And yes, it ended up that like they kind of set her up to fail. And and remember she found out at the reunion that like they were the ones, she they told her to bring up the thing about Melissa, but like they had already told Melissa and she was like, wow, they set me up. So maybe that's why she kind of flipped. But her, because up, up until this point, her fighting with Jennifer Aiden is like not congruous no. with what I know about her on the show. There's discord on that side of the couch now. Yeah. It's so crazy because I've really fallen off so many housewives, just Bravo shows in general. But I don't think I'll ever give up Jersey and I don't think I'll give up Beverly Hills. I'm up to date on Jersey, Beverly Hills. Same. Uh... I'm not watching Roni. No. I'm not watching. Oh, I'm pretty up to date on Miami. Oh. Not this season, though. No, I'm halfway through the last season, and I never picked yeah. it back up. Not up to date on OC, even though OC's been making news. OC has been making news, and I haven't watched, but I kind of, like, love those ladies. I might. I was thinking about watching it again, but I wanted more episodes to, go, like, to binge. Because yeah, I well, they really, just filmed the reunion. I really so enjoyed watching it that way with New Jersey this past season. Yeah. So week to week is not doing it for me anymore. No, I'm not caught up on Potomac. No, oh my God, me neither. Which is which sucks because Potomac was like really there Potomac has, I think, the the greatest housewife of all time. Karen. Yeah. Yeah. Like she just is she doesn't try. She just is. Yeah. And I think a lot of the other women on that franchise, like Giselle, like I think she tries and she's not. Yeah, but I think that that, also the Giselle-Karen dynamic is like, we'll never get old because they will never see eye to eye. Yeah. But yeah, I, but it's not it, like any, uh, some of these franchises like got bad, so I stopped watching, but it's more so yes. it's just like time on my hands. Speaking I think of. Atlanta, I think Atlanta got really bad. I stopped watching it because I was like, this is not good anymore. Mm. But you know what? Same with, same with OC. OC was really bad. Yeah, but you know what's back that I'm so excited to get into because it's my comfort show? What? Southern Charm. Oh, yeah. I love Southern Charm. I think there are like two episodes in. I'm going to watch this season because it's like one of my favorite shows. I don't know why. I just love it. No, and there's like a major scandal brewing in Charleston. Like the season's really slated to be like kind of like their scandal. What's the scandal? Is it Taylor and Austin? Obsessed. No, I know. I know it's going to make everyone mad, but it's been the underlying thing throughout. Like it's not right, but it's okay. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I also don't think like Shep is a sympathetic victim. Right. Like the way in Scandal, like Ariana has always been just like a nice girl. Nobody had any reason to dislike Ariana. So when she was wronged, the whole fandom was just rioting. Yeah. But like Shep is kind of like a, a polarizing character. I don't think people are going to run to defend but him. But also Taylor and Shep broke up because like Shep couldn't rise. to the, Like she would have stayed with him if he could yeah. have been the man that she needed. It's also messed up towards Olivia who's friends oh, with. Oh, right. It's messy. Like, it's just messed up. But yeah, love wins. I don't even know what love happens, wins. but I, me neither. I ship. Um, <laughs> are you ready for our fifth and final story? Yes. A little light, happy, love wins news. Hmm. Bachelor in Paradise alums, Kaylin Miller Keys and Dean Ungler oh got married this weekend in Colorado. Wait, this is such a throwback. Like, because when they got together, like that was the peak of us watching The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. And that season was really good. Who was he? He was in like a love triangle with Danielle someone else, right? Lombard. But then he was also like with Christina at oh, one point. Yeah. And I just, I love Kaylin and Dean. I love them on the show, like their story and like how he came back for her. And what's so crazy is how opposite they are or they were. Yeah, she's like glamazon. He like lives in a van. No, she's a pageant queen and he lives in a van. Like it couldn't get more different. Yet they've like melded their lives together and they've made it work. And I also feel like she gives probably um, unrealistic hope to girls that like men can so men can change. She, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who needs to hear this, but like Kayla Miller Keys is the exception. Okay. It's not going to happen to you. <laughs> She is the exception. It's so true. But she it's was able like, to turn him. He it's was a like, fantasy. He was a bad boy, not settling down. Like he left Paradise because he liked her so much, but like couldn't commit to her. Right. And she changed him. And that's just like not going to happen for you. <laughs> no, it's so unrealistic. And it's like, that's why we all got so caught up in it because it's really a fantasy. And it's giving false hope to millions of, of people around the world. <laughs> and I just, I think it's important to remember, like, it's the exception. It's not the rule. Yeah, but I'm so happy for her. Me too. She's also just, like, literally the prettiest girl I've ever seen in my life. And he's so hot. Like, you just love to see hot people out here doing their thing. Yeah. And I feel like their aesthetic is very... Um, country. Country, but also, like, everything that they do, their pictures, every, like, it's all very... Aesthetic. Aesthetic and, and them. And so their wedding was just like a Pinterest heaven. Yeah. They had. Yeah. And so many bachelor people. It was really. They, to me, like re represent like the peak bachelor years. This It was kind of like the end of the peak. Yeah. But they were still, you know, a part of like the very exciting time in the franchise. And so they're kind of like the last ones we've been waiting on. Like Hannah G just got married. Like they kind of. It's really like over. Yeah. Well, Golden Bachelor premieres on Thursday. Oh, that's kind of like, I think, going to change the landscape of media, like, entirely. <laughs> no, I think so, too. Zach and I were watching a commercial, and I was like, we're watching this. Oh, you know what else I've been weirdly wanting to watch? I've been seeing so many commercials because Reba joined The Voice. She replaced Blake Shelton. So it's Reba, Niall Horan, John Legend, and Gwen Stefani. Um, and I kind of, like, want to watch it, except every time I sit down to watch The Voice, it's like a two hour long show and there's probably 11 minutes of people singing and the other minutes are commercials and like learning about these people's hometowns. And it's really annoying. Like we, we, we're tuning in to hear people sing, just sing. Yeah, that lineup that you described like doesn't do it for me. Really? I, I like love Niall Horan like on a personality oh, level. do you? I do and I love Reba. Okay, well I'm happy that you have that. Speaking of Niall Horan, like just taking a leap and a jump and back to football is do you know that Haley Steinfeld and Josh Allen are yes, very serious like she was sitting yeah. in the box with his parents at his game and of course she was no, usurped by Taylor I know 
but they've been together a long time. Like we saw pictures of them like months, months, and months ago. ago. But they're they're I serious. Love. Like if you want a couple to root for, yeah. How about that? That's really a, a couple you can get behind. Yeah. It's really cute. I love. And no one's talking yeah. about it enough. Don't you find? I agree. But I think the fact that they're not talking about it is like a good thing. Yeah. Ultimately. Ultimately for them. But I just feel like this is also exactly what we've been, like exactly like Taylor and Travis are. Well suited, very successful, good looking, all American. Haley Seinfeld is so interesting to me. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know anyone who's had a more strange career. She launched on the scene at the Oscars because she was in some like weird movie. Yes. Oh my God, you're a steel trap. Thank you. <laughs> and like, that's how we found out about her. And then I think we all figured she would like continue to be in like, you know, Jessica Chastain types of movies. Well, like, she was nine. No, but we, conti- we, we figured she would continue to be like a, a sought after high profile actress. Yeah. She was, she did a couple big things. Like she did um, Edge of 17. I just happened to be watching that the other day. I loved that movie. Oh no, I, I was just watching it. Her character is infuriating. Oh infuriating but I live for the best friend and the brother yeah yeah that's what makes her so terrible yeah um pitch perfect well so before that before pitch perfect and I think before edge of 17 she then had a pop star era yeah where she was opening for Katy Perry on the prism no no not what came after prism wonder on the wonder world tour witness thank you same literally same thing Witness World Tour. And it was, she was like, oh, I guess she's leaving acting behind and she's going to be a pop star. And then she just stopped being a pop star and did movies again. And now we haven't heard from her. Like, honestly, she has such a weird career. Yeah, but she's a very good actress. Let me check yeah, her she's, IMDb. She's really like a triple threat. She excels at what she does. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to check her IMDb. Haley Steinfeld movies. But maybe now she just wants to be a wag. Um, Dickinson is a show on Apple TV that everyone's yes. always talking about. Yes, it's like an old-timey type of show. Oh, she was in a movie that I loved called Barely Lethal with Dove Cameron and Sophie Turner. You guys should check it right. out. I, I think I've seen it. I think you actually made me watch it. Is it about like a prom? It's There is a prom incorporated. It's like CIA. Um, so She's going undercover oh at high school. You guys, it's good stuff. And it's star-studded. Dove Cameron, Haley Steinfeld, Sophie Turner. Yes, I remember watching this. So good. <laughs> this isn't the first time I've mentioned that movie. No, it's not. So she just had like an interesting trajectory. Yeah. Spider-Man. Well, that's a, that's a good money-making film. It's, I don't know what kind of role she had, but oh, well, there's a couple Spider-Mans here. So maybe that's where she's been and we missed it because we don't watch. Oh, for sure. For sure. That makes Part sense. Once you got, join like a Marvel or a DC universe, you might be the biggest star in the world, but the two of us will never see you again. No, that's so true. I feel like that is kind of what happened with Amber Heard. Like she was a part of Marvel and like became so famous. Like nobody really knew her, you know? She she was just an Aquaman, right? Yeah, I think she might have been in something else too. But like once you're there, you're like globally famous. You're not regionally famous. Yeah, and you're you're not toastily famous. No, because we don't watch. No, That's what happened like with Megan Fox for a while. She was Transformers. But she was so famous regionally before that that like we kept tabs on her. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, it really is this other stratosphere. It's like another world. Yeah. And I don't get it whatsoever. Me neither. But it's not for every, like, not everything could be for yeah. everyone. And we have Travis and, Ka- and Taylor and like, that's, that's enough true. for us, Diana. 
Dianu. That's a beautiful note. You guys can have Haley Steinfeld in the Marvel stratosphere. Yeah, we'll take Taylor. (laughs) Well, that's our show. I feel so good. I had so much to say. I feel like we said it all. I do feel like all was said. Thank you so much for listening to The Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if your ass is watching this on YouTube, feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. That's Spotify, iTunes, you know, now defunct Stitcher, all the places. I'm trying to, you know, get creative. But basically what I'm trying to say is leave a review for your girls. Like we work hard. We could use positive reviews. We're stressed to the teeth. Yeah, just talk about like how beautiful, stunning, wickedly talented, and smart we are. Like that's all you need to write in the in the review. Five stars. Thank you so much. Have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow. Love ya. Bye.